1: Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions
0: apply. Today is Monday, May 5th, and you're listening to episode number 83 in the Taylor Merrick podcast sponsored by GoDaddy. Today you learn how much can you live on, why I'm not a salesman, and the interview with Kindle.
1: to the Taylor Merrick podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. podcasting to you from the studios of taylormerrick.com
0: located in milwaukee wisconsin here's your host taylor merrick hello everyone and welcome to the taylor merrick podcast all right welcome back everybody to the taylor merrick podcast uh, this being episode number 83 glad you're here glad you're listening. And welcome if you are a new listener. I hope you are learning something from this podcast and applying it to your life. If, and this will go to our regular season professionals who frequent this podcast a lot. If you have any questions at any time, any questions, any comments, any ideas, call toll-free 866 TMP2860 or you can email me taylor at taylormerrick.com or you can go out to taylormerrick.com look over to blogs I'm still working on a couple of the minor little tweaks back there and you can leave a comment there if you need to I am definitely glad to be back on track officially uh, I've, you haven't heard already Listen to episode number 82 to hear why why I was gone for so long. I was gone for at least good good handful of months. And that definitely did take a toll. But I am glad to be back. And I was, as a matter of fact, just talking to Jeff Mills earlier... And he's excited and happy to see me back. And Jeff, if you're listening, it is glad to be back. And I am happy. More so because I have an interview for you guys. It's funny because it seems like every year around this time, I have an interview. If you remember last year, I had an interview with Jeff Mills. And I had an interview with Alex Bellinger. With Small Biz Pod. As well as I was interviewed... For the book Podcasting for Profit by Lisa Barnes. At around this exact same time period everything was happening. It might be saying what? A book? Yes, I've I've kept you guys notified. This is for more um the newer people, but you guys have known about this. I've posted about it on my blog, I've commented about it, I've linked to it, I've spoken about it in previous episodes. But yes, I mentioned in the book, Podcasting for Profit by Lisa Barnes. Now, I guess the only thing I have to get is uh, interview some high-level businessman, financial guru, or technology guru. But we'll see how that goes. Anyways, I now have another interview. Actually, I got this set up with Kindo. And you'll be hearing that in a technology segment. As a matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and do that? I want to hear what you guys have to say. I don't want to be the one here talking all the time. Besides, this this portion of the show right now is when I will play your feedback, your questions. So obviously if you send them in, uh, you'll be on the show. And then we'll, we'll be able to have that discussion around that. Now I'm... Excited about the content for today, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to jump right into it. You're listening to episode number 83 of the Taylor Merrick podcast sponsored by GoDaddy. For finances today, you learn about how much can you live on. For business, why I'm not a salesman. For technology, it will be Kindo.com. Now when you think of purchasing your domain name or getting web hosting, what do you usually think of? Probably think of GoDaddy. And for good reason. GoDaddy is considered the Google of web hosting and domain names. All of these great benefits that GoDaddy has to offer. They now offer blog support, podcasting support, domain names. You should see the amount of domain names they have. .me, .mob, .tv, .com, .org, .us. Everything, anything you can imagine. And you want to know what? I have a special deal for you. When you go out to purchase your domain name, I have some codes for you to use. When you're getting your web hosting order, use the code POD11 when you check out. That's P-O-D-1-1. Now if you're just getting a domain name or a miscellaneous item, anything that doesn't fall under web hosting, go ahead and enter the code blue 11 blu B-L-U-1-1, when you check out. You'll save 10% on your order, And be spoiled by the number one domain name registrar in the world, (laughs) GoDaddy. Want to create a profitable podcast but don't know where to start? Then I encourage you to read the book Podcasting for Profit by Lisa Barnes, available by going to taylormeric.com backslash book. I'd encourage you to read chapter 9 as there is a nugget of gold in there that I believe you will enjoy. Are you thinking of starting a podcast? Are you a podcaster trying to take your podcast to the next level? Then check out the morning announcements. It's the official podcast of the schoolpodcasting.com available at school of Now we provide tips on podcasting, promotion, as well as interviews with people in the podcasting world. The morning announcements is typically fifteen minutes or less and is hundred percent work safe. Check us out at net. Until then, class dismissed. All right, for finances today, it is how much can you live on? Now, this is something that I've been mulling about in my head for about the past week, and something actually that my sister brought up to me about how much can you live on, um as well as a real-life example, R.G. Letourneau. I'm sure there's more, but how much, honestly, can you live on? Not on how much you want to live on, how much you actually need to live on, how much, you know, basic expenses, food expenses, living expenses. How much can you live on? R.G. Letourneau, you figured it out relatively quickly. You know what enticing, and this, today's topic actually is hinging back to the importance of giving all the way back, if you go all the way back into the archives, December of 2006, um, which as of six months ago was the most downloaded episode, the importance of giving for finances, go ahead and listen to that one. I'm actually latching on to that one for today and adding... Adding on to it, as I would call it. And how much can you live on? R.G. Letourneau, he took the basic tithing principle, give 10% to God and, and live on the rest. What he did is he actually took it and he flipped it on his head. What he was able to successfully do in his life, he was able to live on a 10% and he was able to give away the 90% to God. And to giving, and to wherever he felt a need where somebody needed help, poor person needed some money, needed to get back on her feet, giving to charity, helping out the causes there, as well as spreading his message. And very successful in doing that, I'd pose the question to you. How much can you live on? How much can you give away? How much can you live on, not in terms of how much you want to live on, but how much can you actually live on if it came down to uh, this is how much you know, food will be for the year, how much I'll have for food, living expenses. How much can you live on? And look at that percentage-wise in comparison to your overall income, Actually, you could just do it percentage-wise after a year. Look at percentage-wise, see how it came overall for your income. And see how much percentage-wise did you actually live on as compared to how much did you give away? How much did you give to charity? How much did you give to helping other people? Because really, if you're here to help other people. It's not about you. Because you want to know what happens to the people who focus on themselves? Nobody likes them. They think they're proud and arrogant, and they just want to look for an excuse to kick them off their throne. Which is why, referring back to the importance of giving episode, oh boy, like, 16? The importance of giving. It's not you centered, it's giving to help others. Not yourself. Because if you notice in that giving to others, you receive something of even something even better back. It's that satisfaction knowing you help somebody. I don't know, I I can't really explain it. And I'm not going to force you to do this. You can do this all of your own free will. Just go ahead and give, and if you have done it already, you know that I, this feeling I'm talking about. You get this feeling of peace. You get this feeling of you're happy, you're content, everything is going well. it It's kind of hard feeling to describe unless you felt it yourself but it is a good feeling nonetheless so that's what i would encourage you to do uh, you can you can go ahead and you leave an anonymous comment how much do you live on percentage wise per year and how much do you give away you live on 90% give away 10 or did you do what rg Letourneau did and rg Letourneau, if you look at him he actually had the university named after him, and he was also one of the people that helped in the development and making of ground excavation equipment, sort of like Caterpillar, that, well, Caterpillar and him would basically be competitors, but that is what RG Letourneau did. Go ahead and feel free to comment. Go ahead and get up on your soapbox. I'm not holding you back. The only one holding back is yourself, and we want to hear it from you. We want to see what you have to say. And we're not going to judge you. We're not going to critique you. It's your own opinion, and you're entitled to your own opinion. And we're just curious to hear what you're thinking. And as well as you being able to express that. Go ahead and give us a call. One eight six tmp 2860 And if you're too shy to use your voice, go ahead and write me an email, taylor at taylormerick.com, or go out to the blog and post a comment there. We'll be right back with business. This show is a proud member of the Financial Podcast Directory. You can find this and other financial-related podcasts dealing with your personal finance at financialpodcastdirectory.com.
1: This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com.
0: Okay, now as for business today, it is why I'm not a salesman. And no, I did not take this article from anywhere. As a matter of fact, I don't have any article at all. This is because it's coming from my own personal experience of Running my own companies, as well as working at several companies as an employee already, and the company that I'm being that I'm with right now, sort of helped me to understand the fact as to why I could have possibly been running my own businesses better. Sort of a different mindset. Why I'm not a salesman? If you look at it. And honestly, honestly, truthfully, sit down and look at it. I am not a salesman at all. I see a need in your life, something that is missing, something, honestly, that could be making your life better, something there in case of emergency, you do have a backup plan. I am genuinely concerned about you. And I don't want to see you fall flat on your face, which is why I'm recommending this possibility for you to look into. I'm, I'm, I'm not selling you anything, and that's one of the things I've said time and time again and in a previous episode. People do not like being sold to. People like to buy Although, if you change it, people... How can I explain this? This is something that's still going around in my head. I'm still working out the kinks for that. As well as I'm also planning on making a book about it. We'll see how far we get there. But... It's more of a thankfulness that... You have a genuine concern for them and have taken it upon yourself to present them with something that can better themselves, that can help them out, that can be used as an escape route, whatever it is. You are genuinely concerned you're helping that person and you're helping that person by providing them with a way to fulfill and satisfy that need. Now, I'm not a salesman. I look at you, I look at your need, and it is a genuine need. I can see, possibly by looking into the future, just thinking into the future, what if this happens What do you have in place of an emergency? What if this happened in the future? Or that happened in the future? As well as not only looking in the future, also with going through a conversation with you, finding out what has happened in the past, and how you can prevent that from which happened in the past from reoccurring as well as something to help you in the present. It's making sure that you are adequately covered, that need is satisfied, that disaster is averted, that goal is achieved, things of that nature. Now, in my past lines of work, I I probably had it stuck in my mindset that I was a salesman. But when I actually sat down and I looked at it, I realized, you know what? A lot of my presentations sound like sales pitches. And I know they sound like sales pitches. Because I know what one is. And as well as if I'm the customer, well, I'd probably know I'm getting sold to anyways. And looking at it that way, oh, he's trying to sell me something. When I actually, in reality, what I do is I show... There's a general concern for your well-being. I want to adequately make sure that you are covered, that this need, uh, that this possible problem is prevented, that this need is filled, that you are able to go on with your life and not have to worry about it. If you look at it that way, I'm not a salesman. I'm your friend. I uncovered a genuine need. I've shown I genuinely care about you. And I have something here to help you attain that goal and reach that solution prevent that problem. And if you look at it that way, I can almost guarantee that your mindset towards selling products, towards selling services, towards... The entire area of salesmanship will change drastically, and I bet you it'll also show if you improve that and adopt that into what you're doing currently right now. If you adopt that mindset, that'll help start change you towards the process of you're not a salesman, you're their friend. And as their friend, you have a conversation with them. You get to know them. They get to know you. You establish a mutual trust, mutual respect for each other. Start showing a general concern, and you uncover a need. And as a friend, come to them and make sure that need is filled, that problem is averted, and deepen that friendship. Which is what I do every day. And I thoroughly really enjoy it. Now, I'd like to hear from you. Is this something that you've been struggling with in your businesses? Trying to get that sale? Or trying to make um, that presentation close? And how did that work beforehand? Now, how does that work now? that you applying about this as well as as you're sitting there gnawing on it why I'm not a salesman just let that go around in your brain if you have anything you'd like to say for it I'm not holding you back as a matter of fact I'm welcoming you with open arms I would love to hear what you have to say as well as I'm sure the rest of the audience would love to hear it simply call 1-866 TMP 2860, or you can email me, Taylor at TaylorMerrick.com, or you can go to the blog. There's an the option for you to get in contact wherever you're needed, as well as I'm on Twitter. You can go ahead and you can Twitter me. I'm just about everywhere, and I'm open and I'm waiting to hear back from you they we'll send in your comments. They'll be greatly appreciated. And it'll be played on the show, as well as we'll be able to further this discussion. Which is what it's all about. That is it for business. We will be right back with technology.
1: Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry no ease. that's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y,
0: .com, Blueberry.com. You are listening to yet another one of the fine members of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more of the member shows over at techpodcasts.com. Alright, as for technology today, we have the interview with Kindle's co-founders as well as PR person, but before we get into that, I did say that I would keep you updated on the latest thing with Microsoft and Yahoo, so really quickly, remember that three-month business saga that ensued between Yahoo and Microsoft, while well, Mr. Yang, Yahoo's co-founder, said he was open to selling Yahoo to Microsoft all along, but that Microsoft's chief executive deci- declined to negotiate and withdrew... Their proposal this last Saturday. They chose to walk away and they didn't want to negotiate. From my perspective, we were open all along. And we just feel Yahoo, either standalone or with Microsoft, is worth more than what they put on the table. And then there's that debating going back and forth. So it's that? Now, actually, if you look at it this way, and if you look at it in a stock sense, stock price... Just really briefly, I have the full article on TaylorMerrick.com in the show notes, number 83. You can go there, you can read the entire article. But really quickly, making Mr. Yang's job even harder is the recession's effect on the online advertising market and um, the scrutiny from Wall Street. Yahoo is now in a position where it has to prove its worth quickly, said Derek Brown, an analyst at Cantor Fitzgerald & Company. It's as if there are many things happening behind the scenes that have given Yahoo management so much confidence. We need to see what those things are. Because, um, I can sort of see how this would become into a problem if it doesn't prove it's worth quickly. Because it said it's worth more. Yahoo did say that. Just, if you're going to say something, back it up. And I'll be excited, and I'll be waiting to see what Yahoo comes out with. But that'll be enough with Yahoo. Next week, just as really quickly, I'll be talking about having a sense of urgency in your speech for business. And now let's get right to that interview. Today we will be talking with two the people behind Kindle.com. Nils, who is co-founder, and Mario, who is a PR person. Now, if you don't know what Kindle is, Kindle is a very recent project that came out. It is an internationally focused web-based family networking platform that spans generations. On Kindle, users can build their free next-generation family tree and stay in touch with their loved ones. This was something that a friend of mine recently turned me on to. When I found it, I was very excited because, of course, as anybody, I'd been looking at wanting to create a family tree but not having to pay any money. And then when I did find this, I actually... This was one of the first genealogy things I enjoyed doing. Nils, what was the uh, idea behind Kindle when you first started it?
1: Well, um... The vision was to to create uh, a, a modern take of a traditional family tree. I mean, we all have had or have seen uh, old printed family trees put on the walls, uh, but we wanted to use the Internet to make that experience much, much better. So the idea was basically to start out with, we wanted to create uh, a site that made family tree building much much easier much more rewarding and the thing is when you use the internet you win uh, a lot. First of all by using the internet and building a, a, a family tree on Kindle, you can share it with your whole family which means that it's a collaborative experience and that way it's so much easier to keep it updated. and since the whole family is helping out you can build a tree that is actually really really big and interesting yeah, and uh, and secondly, if you think about the these old school um, family trees, they are pretty much just a name and a date and a photo. But thanks to internet and and kinder, you can now tell the story about a person so much better because you can upload photos, you can upload videos, or soon. You can tell everybody what kind of interests you have or what your, what your favorite TV show is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, per, the person in your family gets, uh, really gets, comes to life to, with the kind of information that's on the site. So that's briefly uh, the, the kind of vision for the, uh, for the site. But then it's also, I mean, what you also notice is that the family tree, the structure of the family tree is, is perfect as a social network because uh, it creates a uh, kind of infrastructure where you can share photos and, and private information within your family in a, in a very safe and secure environment. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's another part of it.
0: Yeah, and the thing I like the most is our aunt used to be the person who kept track of our family tree. And what I like here is the fact that everybody can ve- be involved and do it not just one person. That's yeah. the thing that that I liked about about it when I first saw it come out. How, how was the startup process going about starting that?
1: Well, it was basically a couple of uh, internet folks or guys that I knew and that we started to talk about, uh, what was it, one and a half year ago soon, about what interesting uh, and exciting projects that were were out there to be to be done, and uh, the founders of Kindle are all from other places in London, so we're based in London, right? But I'm Swedish, and and two of the founders are South African, and we have a, a British slash Canadian guy who's who's uh, work who's a co-founder as well, and all of us have families in other places than than London. So when we sat down and we started to talk about what we want to do, this. So this came up pretty immediately. Uh, you know, we thought about we are these Internet folks, and we use uh, Facebook, we use LinkedIn, we use a lot of different tools to keep keep in touch with uh, different networks, but we actually don't have a good tool to keep in touch with, with our families. So that's what we set out to... That, that's kind of the starting point. And then... Um, Another thing that I think is important with Kindle is that since we are all from different countries and uh, and even in our office now I think we have people from close to 10 different countries, uh, we wanted to do this local from day one. So when we launched we had this site up in eight languages and now we're in 14 and we are, uh, I mean we're working on getting uh, a couple of other ones launched very soon as well.
0: Yeah, and I'm noticing that as time goes on, it just keeps growing and growing and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah, with the possibility of adding video, that's something I'm looking forward to as well with that being coming out there. There's plenty of articles written about Kindle. They're already on Mashable, been featured there. They've been featured on Paid Content UK. They've been featured on Rev2.org, on TechCrunch, WebWare. VentureBeat and Yahoo, as well as, I was looking in here, and actually Small Biz Pod is somebody that I know that was mentioned, that also mentioned Kindle, so really, really getting a name out there, and that I'm glad of. thing I just recently noticed as well is uh, Celebrity Trees, Homer Simpson, uh, Barack Obama, as well as, is it a British royal family, as well as a couple other royal families that are on there as well? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so, names definitely getting out there. Seems as time goes on and it keeps growing, more and more people are finding out. All I can say is I'm looking forward to whatever new content is going to be thought up of and implemented soon. Now, I'm also wondering, what was the most challenging obstacle you faced when you first started?
1: I think for us, uh, the biggest challenge uh, was about finding um, a good team that are dedicated and, and motivated and, and passionate about doing a startup. It's not as easy, I think, here in London, in Europe, in the UK, to do that as it is in some other places. It's been kind of a hard hard task to find the right right guys and uh, I think uh, now we have a great team of people, both on the marketing side and on the on the development side, that are that are really you know making this into what it is. So for me, that's that's been the biggest challenge.
0: And then finally, and probably both of you could answer this question, um, but Nils, I'll have you answer it first. But what did people most rave about the site?
1: Well, people in my experience always come back to us and say how easy it is to use and how how much they like the the usability and the user user interface and how quickly they get started and uh, and that's of course really um, great feedback because uh, when you're building a a site that's targeting different generations usability is one of the key aspects so uh, I'm very happy when people come back and say that you know I I started to build a tree and Within this many minutes, I had tons of tons of people on the site, and um, for me, that's 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 the biggest value.
0: Mm-hmm. And how about you, Mario? Well, another thing that uh, many uh, our users uh, came back uh, to us with um, is the, the design of the website. Many re- many people really like the you know fresh uh, design of of the site, the nice uh, colors that you know kind of fit to families um, as well. And um, because obviously uh, for internet sites, it's it's very important how they look because <laughs> that's my, the um, key interaction channel. So um, people really like Kindle, the the brand itself, and yeah, we are happy that we've got like one brand that is the same all over the world, and 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 people on all continents seem to like the way it can be used and the way it looks. Great! You can go ahead and go out to com, Go start looking at everything if you want to read a blog or press release or look at a couple of the celebrity trees or just want to go ahead and jump in and create your own tree start doing that, you can go ahead and do that. Well, thanks for coming on the show, guys.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for being, thanks for being there, Taylor, at that time of the day.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, and by the way, I had to wake up early in the morning, and for you guys, it's just about lunchtime. I had to wake up early in the morning, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk. And that will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to TaylorMerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.